Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of the DJ's uh, Aviation Podcast. This is a bonus podcast that is only being done because so many people in the Discord server are on here and, and really wanted another podcast. So we're doing it as like a QA. and uh, Like I said, this is a bonus one. This is not a regular podcast, if you will. It's not regular proceedings by any means necessary. It's just a bit of fun to get through some questions people had. Uh, we're going to range from ones regarding aviation to favorite experiences. Um, some more ones that I'll go very in-depth with and some that may only be a few few word answers. Uh, but I hope you do enjoy it. Um, if you do enjoy these Q&A ones, you're, I'm more than happy to do more in the future. And I will open them up to YouTube as well. Because I'm aware that not everyone can be on Discord. Uh, it's just a place that we have our community. And I think it's maybe the easiest way to communicate with everyone. And it's just a good way where everyone can meet each other. I have done this in a in a separate channel where I can now go and see everyone's questions. So what I'm going to do is sort of work my way through and answer ones that I can give good responses to. Um, I will start from bottom to top. Uh, someone, the doctor has said England or Aussie. Now I guess he's meaning in regards to con- uh, countries from there as in what I prefer. Um, I think there's benefits to both and I feel like I've answered this a few times to people actually just in like friends of mine that have said, do you prefer living in Australia and or do you like prefer living in um, England? And I guess which one is better? I think personally for me, and this is going to be probably a lot of people would disagree. I prefer living here in the UK um, over Australia. And there's a lot of reasons behind that. Um, but if you if you're in Australia and someone my age, one of the main ways of life is partying and nightclubs and getting drunk. Uh, I've said this a few times, but maybe some people don't know. I do not drink alcohol, and I never will drink alcohol. I also do not do any drugs, never will do any. Believe it or not, even though I'm really weird, I do not do anything like that, and I'm heavily against it. Um, I will never judge anyone for their decisions, but it was a decision I made a long time ago that I didn't want to do that kind of thing, which naturally uh, means you're very restricted with what you do as a 20-year-old. When uh, drugs and alcohol, uh, unfortunately and partying and nightclubs are key parts of our daily life as a teenager, if you will, or now a 20-year-old, 21-year-old, 22-year-old. It means it's very hard and you get isolated. And in Australia, I was very isolated. I was not only that, bullied very, very heavily for many different reasons, but also bullied for the fact that I didn't drink alcohol. Um, It's weird because it's like, it's not like it's good for you, but that's fine. It is what it is. And I think coming to the UK where I've had a lot of other different passions even as simple as liking planes, um, it's a lot easier to go on plane rides here. I'd argue I haven't been able to do that because of COVID. Um, there's just been a lot more to do, if you will, here for me as a 20-year-old. Um, I like the I like the fact that you're more connected with everywhere else in the world. It's easier to get to locations. It's easier to go to, like an example, as I said in an earlier podcast, Paris. It's easier to get to Italy, Belgium. it's just there's so many different areas you can go and explore which are all different and you can see different cultures and I would argue being in Australia it's very hard to do that you could argue that you could definitely head up to Asia but as someone who is allergic to peanuts and peanuts are a key ingredient for a lot of dishes produced in China and and Asia in general and it's very very difficult for me to well read the label and, and see what's actually being made in it it is it is basically a place where if I want to go and die, I head there because the risk is just, 
is so heightened that you know the implications of me going there is it far outweighs the positives that being said i think japan looks really really cool and i would love to go there but unfortunately at the moment when there is no technology for me to be at all science or whatever or medicine to get rid of my peanut allergy asia is completely off the cards i'm fine with that um but yeah so it just means it's very hard to explore when you're living in the corner of australia and so far away from everywhere else in the world uh in more personal a big passion of mine is football and my football team does not live is not in australia it's in here in london uh which means that but like prior to covid instead of going partying i was able to go and watch my football team play up and down the country and i've met lifelong friends through that football that do not judge me because i don't drink alcohol or something like that they were like fans of the same team and you would never have that in australia so i just guess there's a lot of benefits to that um it's better for work with the time zones it's times as in covering news and being active when basically all my audience is active um and honestly unpopular opinion the climate's better because i hate the heat and i hate 40 degree weather i do not like australian summers one bit so i do like it here when it's a nice day and it's 25 degrees so i prefer to answer your question and it's been a lengthy response i personally prefer england and the uk and that area and always have and now living here always will and if I had the option, I would not go back to Australia. So thank you very much for your question, the doctor. Um, the Well, I think Airbus CEO asked a question in the server, but I don't think he got both out. He just said, do you build Minecraft MC airports? I guess he means Minecraft airports. No, for people that don't know, I do play Minecraft in my spare time whenever I get the chance. But I mean, I stopped playing it for five months. I just have like a little creative world that I, uh, I have with my girlfriend and we just play and build stuff. But no, I don't build airports, but... I could one day. Um, then we have a next question from Winglet Productions saying, favorite airline. A lot of people ask me questions about what my favorite of something is, and I always give the same answer. And I guess this is the best place. Well, to be honest, not everyone listens to the podcast. I'm sure I'll get this question again. I can't pick favorites because I base, when it comes to airlines and even like rating an aircraft or a favorite aircraft. I can't pick a favorite aircraft because I'm an aviation enthusiast. Now, there's varying definitions of being an aviation enthusiast, but personally for me, um, that means I like all aircraft for different reasons. It's the same for the people that say, do you prefer Airbus and Boeing? But like, why do I need to have a preference? They both produce aircraft. The aircraft they produce are both interesting and cool. They both help power aviation, which is a passion of mine. I don't... I don't know why I'd have a preference. I don't feel like an aviation manufacturer is like a sporting team where you have one preference and you're loyal to the death of that, that aircraft manufacturer. Maybe people do it with like Apple and Samsung and they'll be loyal to death for Apple or something like that. But I'm personally not like that. Therefore, I enjoy Airbus, Boeing, Embraer when they offer a new aircraft, Saab, all these different ones. I think they're all equally cool. But that doesn't mean that they don't have problems, but they're all equally cool to me. Favorite airline, I would not be able to pick one out of the long list. I can only pick one that I've flown on because I feel like that gives me better judgment myself to say, well, why is it your favorite airline? Not me just saying, well, I like it. But the best one I've flown on was Air New Zealand, um, which therefore maybe means that it's my favorite of the ones I've flown on, I guess you could say. Air New Zealand, I flew from Queenstown to Auckland and then Auckland to Melbourne. Yes, Air New Zealand is pretty pricey, but they were easily the best one that I flew on from service to quality to even the staff. Um, I really, really enjoyed flying on Air New Zealand. I would say 
it was it's closely followed by let me think i haven't flown that many that's one of the things i don't fly that many airlines so i don't really know if i could put uh someone second um i would say though Qantas is massively overrated when it comes to international travel for the price that they for the, the amount of money they make you pay i feel like they're very overrated and that will be controversial once again but from experience they're not that good from what I've had. I'm actually flying Qatar Airways, so I'm very, very interested to see how Qatar Airways next month compares to Qantas on international long-haul flights. And I will be doing a uh, trip report documenting that, and I'll be very interested to see the comparison because personally I've heard better things about Qatar long-haul from even people like my parents over the likes of Qantas. Um, So I'm very excited about that. Thank you very much for your question. Lex D for Lex D, who is the most active person in this server and has 100,000 messages. When I say this server, I mean the Discord server. Says, what are the intentions of, like, DJ's aviation in the future? Um, I'd honestly say it's nothing exciting, my intentions. I just want to keep doing this. I don't have the intentions to make it a, a global thing and all this make it... I like... What I like about this and, like, I guess you could say it's my channel is there's no one else... And that will that has downsides. I'm completely aware that it has downsides. As an example, it makes my work tenfold harder, even having DJ's transport. Like, when I say that there's no one else, I mean there's no one else. That means there's no someone else writing my scripts. There's not someone else researching. There's not someone else making the thumbnails. There's not someone else editing my videos. There's not someone else doing these podcasts. There's not someone else scripting these podcasts. There's not someone else answering the emails. There's not someone else tweeting it out. And... I think what I like about it is it's since July 2015, it's just been me. So from the first subscriber to now, there's been no one else. There's not a multi-empire. I have no manager. I've never had a manager. And I think what I like about that is it's mine. And it's something to reflect on that I did all that. There was not 50 people in the background that you never see. I will add, though, that once I did get help, and I'm very grateful for that, when I moved to... uh, the UK in the first edition of the Discord server, I had a couple of people that voluntarily wanted to write about topics they enjoyed, and then I just turned them into videos. So I appreciate their help. Other than that, I mean, in the day-to-day operations, if you will, there's no one else. Uh, but I don't have any plans to change that now, and I still have never had any plans. I don't want to bring on writers. I don't want to bring on video editors. I don't, and it would make my workload a hell of a lot easier. Um, but maybe people get misconceptions, but also you then have to pay your employees, and I'm personally in no position to be doing that. Um, but, yeah, I just think that... And also, it's a very risky thing. I mean, you get employees on, but if anyone knows YouTube, YouTube can be done in a moment's notice. Your YouTube channel can be deleted literally overnight, and then you're held responsible for the employees that you have employed. So if that happens, I'm screwed. So I'd rather it just be me that's screwed than 50 other employees. So, yeah, I think... The intentions are to mostly keep it the same. Um, people may not like that. People have gone elsewhere already. It doesn't phase me. There, there are, in my opinion, way better chan. Sorry about a dog barking outside. There we go again. There are far better channels than what I have than mine, and I'm completely aware of that. But what I like about mine is that I like it being personal. As in, when you come onto the Discord server, to the people listening here, you, you're speaking to me, who does everything else. As in, I, I just I like that human connection that we all have and. I feel like when you message me or, or we talk to each other or we talk about planes, it's like, oh, hey, I'm talking, we're actually talking to them. It's not, we're talking to a brand or something like that. But everyone's different and some people may prefer the element of speaking to a brand and, and all that jazz. But I just like the connection that is built on that. So like I said, I'd mostly want to keep it the same, just continue, I guess, keeping it steady. 
I'm not fussed. I don't want a million subscribers. I don't want five million. I don't want 500,000. I, I frankly couldn't care if I never got another subscriber, but I just want to keep it steady and having at least enough people to sustain it as a job for me, but most of all, have it enough that people actually enjoy it. Because if people stop enjoying it, and even I stop enjoying it, then I personally don't see like a point in it anymore, if that makes sense. Because you've got to enjoy what you do. That's the number one thing in life. Enjoy what you do, or at least try to find something you enjoy. And if you're enjoying it and other people are enjoying it, especially in this field, then that is literally the best thing you can ever ask for. Um, I, I wouldn't be saying I want to do this for the rest of my life. Um, regarding further, like when I would ever stop it, I don't know when I would stop it, but I would definitely say people no longer enjoying it would definitely play a part in that. I mean, if everyone just leaves tomorrow, then it's like, well, then if, if I can't I can't do it as a job. Doesn't mean I would stop maybe making videos, but I'd obviously have to go elsewhere for main to full-time work. Um, but I'd love to keep doing it for as long as possible, even if I end up going off to university. I'd love to keep doing it. I think one of the lucky things about what I chose to do in 2018, when I was so, so bad at it, I was so pathetic. I literally... You know, there's people that won't admit this because I know people that have done this, but like I literally copy and pasted stuff as a 17, 16 year old. Like I was such an idiot. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't, I didn't understand basically any. That's not something I didn't understand plan, planes, but I had no idea how to do anything. And I would still say that the fact about my brand now is that I have no connections because I am independent. Like I'm actually independent, which means that there's no way I don't speak to employees. Like I don't, I mean, in the past, I've sp like some people have reached out to me, but. It's not like I have all these connections or, oh, because this person did this and then they can get that. I'm very much, and this is what, and I'm not, I never want to put myself on a pedestal. I hate when people do that. I hate that. But when I say that I'm literally just someone that likes aviation, I'm, I truly, truly mean that. Like, I truly mean that, that I, I'm just someone who likes aviation, just like everyone else. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens in the future, but praying that eventually it keeps going and I can keep doing this. It was a rough, 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 rough six months, but we've sort of come out of that and there's still peaks where it peaks, like it's getting a better, but then it gets really bad. Uh, hopefully with people returning to flying, we can get back to like pre-pandemic levels. And I say that so many times you could have, well, don't actually, but it's just a figure of speech. Have a shot every time I say pre-pandemic levels. Um, but yeah. Uh, let's just pray that it keeps continuing and more people come back to the channel when they start flying again. Uh, the next question is from Santiago, who was an admin in the server. He says, if you had the opportunity to pass time with one of the Grand Tour trios, which one would it be? If you don't know the Grand Tour, it is the people that hosted Top Gear, the old Top Gear, and they're UK legends and worldwide legends. That's Jeremy Clarkson, James Main, Richard Hammond. They got me through my childhood as in regards to... Um, a TV show to watch. They are legends to me and they are some of the most important people I've watched. Um, so I would personally say if I was going to meet, spend a day with someone and this may be, maybe not the most, I have, I do have like backing behind that is I would pick Richard Hammond based on spending a day with. I feel like he is, if you're meeting someone, I get the impression that he may be the easiest type of person to have a conversation with. And, and I think a lot of people agree with me on that is, and he'd be the easiest sort of vibe off i've seen from interviews that he is but i think um again people aren't gonna like this but i am a chelsea fan jeremy clarkson is a chelsea fan jeremy clarkson was also in portugal at the same game as me so purely from a football standpoint i would like to also meet him maybe i could split it in half um and i would honestly instead use the day 
say if I had one day extra or something, I would let my dad meet James May because my dad loves James May and loves his toy making shows. So I would somehow fit in time and let my dad, I would bend your rules of the question and let my dad meet James May because he loves James May. And my dad reminds me of James May as well. Although I think a lot of people can say their dads remind them of James May <laughs> with the building and the being so practical with everything. Um, I'm just going through the, I guess you could say, other questions now and picking like on some of the good ones that I can go into it. Slimy asks, favorite music, genre, or artist? My favorite artist is Juice World. Um, I've liked him for such a, such a long time. Um, I think if people have a look at like, there's a connect, there's a thing where you can have a look at how much music you've listened to or the amount of streams you've played. And I think since something like last year, the end of last year, maybe halfway through last year, I think I've streamed his music like 11, 12,000 times. Um, so I'd say he's definitely my favorite. Um, there's just a lot of music. If anyone's interested in unreleased and leaks, which is music that hasn't come out yet. I think he has something like 4,000 unreleased songs and only 500 that have leaked. So think about leaked in the sense of they've come out, meaning you can find them in MP3 forms. I think about a regular artist has two albums of music and they have 14 songs. He, My playlist of him is like 200 songs. Unfortunately, he has passed away if you don't know who he is. Um, so I was a fan before that and then sadly he passed away. Um, but I still listen to his music and... Yeah, there's always like something new in regards to leaks, which personally is a good thing. Quite sad. I uh, would never wish a artist that you like dying because it is not pleasant. I can say that, and that, that's getting maybe more deep. Um, it's not a nice thing in the slightest. In fact, it's very, very upsetting. Um, so I guess I sort of like that type of music, really, like in relation to what he makes. That's the best example I can give. It's it's sort of changed, as in what I listen to is m- maybe changed through the years but that's definitely what i've been listening to for the past like three years um so yeah i'll just never wish that on anyone but that that's to answer your question he's probably my favorite artist um uh, i'm going through i've just quickly checked back to the server i am going through them in order of the bottom to top and there are some i'm not going to answer because there are some that are just maybe not i can go in as in depth with them if you will i want to get the ones where i can really answer for a minute rather than just be like i don't agree with it um, next question is from Alexander. He says, or Al Bono, um, he says, favorite app. That is a very good question. Favorite app on my phone would probably have to be, actually, let me go and have a look at my screen time. The app I use the most is, uh, WhatsApp, but probably my favorite would be Twitter. I feel like that's the one maybe I couldn't live without. I definitely check Twitter a lot. So I'd say maybe Twitter. Least favorite would be Instagram. I do not like Instagram one bit. Um... But other than that, I don't have much else on my phone. I've got like Flight Radar, Uber Eats, Uber, Amazon, Flickr, Trainline, uh, PayPal, Gmail. Basically got all your standard stuff, but of maybe social media. Oh, Twitter or Spotify. They're probably my favorite two ones that I would use a lot. Good question though. Good question. Um, Albono also says triple seven x ray three fifty. Honestly, can't pick anything. Can't pick like one between them. But I would just say that. I would pick features from the two. And that, and that goes back to what I was saying about I don't have a favorite aircraft. I like all of them. I would pick... I would, like, almost g- grab stuff off each aircraft and make a, a combined aircraft. So, like, I would pick the A350 windows, the front of the A350, but I would pick the 777X folding wingtips. But then I might pick the fuselage of the A350. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would pick different features, which is maybe a bit weird. And, like, I saw... 
also someone said it would look cursed and it would look very, very weird. But that's my my way of, I guess you could say, picking my favorite aircraft. It would be grabbing different elements. And I'm sure it would look crap. Don't get me wrong. I reckon it would look absolutely awful. But, you know, it's a bit of fun. Um, what is your favorite game of all time? Uh, Marcus says. Very good question. I don't, I'm not a huge gamer, to be completely honest. I know people may think I am, but I'm not. I don't play many games. Um, there was a game I played as a kid when I was like 13 or 12 and 14. It was, it's called King Arthur's Gold. It's on Steam. Not many people play it. Um, if you have ever heard of it, I mean, full credit to you because it's not popular in the slightest. But it was like a capture the flag sort of thing, and I loved that. I play that game relentlessly. Now, I grew up in a family environment where I didn't play shooting games. No, that is just a parental decision that my parents made. And personally, I liked growing up like that. As an example, I did not have Call of Duty. I did not have GTA until I was as of a right age, meaning I was not playing GTA at 12 years of age. And I know that if I have kids, when I have kids, I am not going to be giving my kids GTA at 13 or 12. So I was playing maybe more sort of not educational games, maybe more PG games, if you will. And uh, King Arthur's Gold was definitely one of my favorites. Um, so yeah, I very, very much enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, I've just seen a comment I, did, I don't agree with. Personally, it's just down to me. And I know I can't speak for what other people do, but I don't agree with giving a child GTA or something like Call of Duty at 10 or 11. I think you should be waiting until they're a bit more mature. But that's just my opinion, and everyone else's are different, and they are entitled to that. So yeah, my, probably my favourite would be King Arthur's Gold. Honourable mentions. Sorry about the background sign. Honourable mentions would probably be... I don't like it anymore, but I definitely played a lot of FIFA. But I don't really like it anymore, and I think it's probably gone down the drain. <laughs> um, another honourable mention would probably be Minecraft. I did play a lot of Minecraft, and I still do play Minecraft. I think that's a timeless game. Um, and I'm trying to think... Oh, and then Mario Kart. No, sorry, I'm even forgetting. Wii Sports, Mario Kart, King Arthur's Gold, and Minecraft. But now I like GTA a lot. Yeah. So, they're probably my favourites. And I really, really, really like games on the Wii. The Wii was one of my favourite consoles. Wii Sports Resort is another one that I absolutely loved to death. That was such a good game. Um, that was definitely a time. <laughs> The Wii is very old, but it was it, it was a lot of fun. Um, let me just have a look. Have I been to Seattle? Unfortunately, no. I've only been to Los Angeles in the United States, so I've not been to Seattle yet. Um, let me just go through some of the questions. Uh, there's a couple of questions in relation to the Discord server, so I guess if you want to skip forward like a minute in this podcast, you're more than welcome to, but I will answer these. Someone says that they're new to the Discord server. Is it normal for everyone here to know everything about planes? I'm not sure if you're still in this or if you'll be listening to this down the line. No, um, not everyone knows everything about planes. And I'd also probably argue that that's not really required to be in our community. Yes, our community is plane related. and But I don't think that that's the be all and end all. I think one of the great things about this is it's really just a community where people can talk about different things. I mean, I've already seen questions about do I watch Formula One, which I will answer next. But uh, there's, everyone talks about everything in here. And I think that's the beauty of it. So no, you don't. Uh, the next question I have, I just want to get onto, is do I watch Formula One? Not anymore. I did try and watch a race two weeks ago, but got, I'm not online. I got bored of it. But I have actually been to Formula One races. I went to the Australian Grand Prix multiple times um, with my dad when I was younger, and I was really heavily into motor racing. But then I think I just lost interest. 
Not that it was the same thing over and over again, but I just sort of lost interest and my interest went into other directions. Um, so I'm not really into, I think motorsport is still cool. Um, and I'd love to get into photographing, uh, taking photos, pardon me, of, you know, various motorsport things. But uh, yeah, I definitely um, would say that I am not the biggest Formula One fan anymore. I mean, I know some of the drivers, but I couldn't tell you day to day. Other than Lewis Hamilton, I know has been winning a lot. I couldn't tell you day to day who's winning and what race is next. I couldn't name you the Grand Prix. Uh, but I definitely think it's interesting, and it'd be cool if I could get back into it. Um, Brody asks me, will I ever play uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator or X-Plane, X-Plane 11? I am not a huge fan of flight simulators. Uh, a lot of people are going to hate me for that, like hate me deeply because I don't like playing flight simulators, but I've never been interested in the piloting side of aviation. That's something I'm just not really interested in. Um, I think it's a misconception that everyone that likes planes need to, needs to want to be a pilot. Um, I think that's a massive misconception. I don't think everyone needs to be a pilot that's interested in aviation. There's a lot of other areas, believe it or not. Uh, and I've always been more into the logistics, from ground handling to how you organize baggage to how you really make a plane get in the sky before you fly it, if that makes sense. Um, so I've always been interested in that side of things. Um, over being a pilot, which means I do not enjoy your flight simulator games. I'd also argue I don't have the patience to sit there for 35 minutes just to wait for, um, you know, to fly in the sky. <coughs> Pardon me. So yeah, I probably will never play those. Um, I'm sorry about that, but that's just my own personal opinion. Favorite airport asks YBJ. I'm only going to pick the ones that I've been to, like out of the ones I've been to, because there's some that I've not been to, and I, I don't know if they'd become my favorite. One of the best ones I've been to, by unpopular opinion, and people may think this is a bit weird, is Queenstown. Queenstown Airport in New Zealand, you're going to be like, what? Considering the biggest aircraft that lands there is a 737 and a 320, you're probably like, what on earth? I would highly recommend if you are listening to this podcast, maybe in the background, or if you're in the Discord server, which we have 43 people listening live now at the moment, I would highly recommend just looking up Queenstown Airport, New Zealand, into your Google Images search engine. And as someone who loves mountains, in fact, I have a tattoo that literally has mountains all over and a mountain landscape, um, I would highly recommend you look that up. It is one of the most beautiful airports in the world, and it is one of the most beautiful approaches you will ever see in the world as well. Um, It is absolutely stunning. And I know a lot of people that play flight simulators have also can confirm that it's one of the most beautiful airports to fly into, even on Flight Simulator. You literally fly in with snow-capped mountains either below you or on the side of your window. And when it comes to departures out of the airport, they take off and fly right across the snow-capped mountains, and it is a beautiful shot. It's not a busy airport by any means, but it is absolutely beautiful and very tranquil and relaxing. So I would say that Queenstown Airport is probably my favourite. Um, ignoring that though, I would say LAX just purely for traffic. I think Los Angeles was insane when it came to traffic and how many planes there were. COVID has definitely impacted that with all the A380s that have been retired. But LAX is absolutely insane and has some pretty good spotting locations. So from the standpoint of airports I'm visiting, I would definitely say that LAX is absolutely amazing and I'd highly recommend a visit for anyone that is considering an airport. Uh, Eastside uh, HD video says, am I going to visit the United States? I've already been once. Um, I'm not planning on going back like anytime soon. I have priorities to go elsewhere. Um, and I'm not going to lie, the only real place in the United States I want to go is New York. Other than that, 
there's not really anywhere else I want to go. I'd much rather go to Canada. Um, we've been going now, though, 30 minutes, so I might just do one more question. I'm aware that I haven't answered everyone's questions, but I... Sorry about that. I, 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 no, I haven't answered everyone's questions, but I wanted to get to maybe the more interesting ones. So this will be the final one. Um, and I'm just going through and I'm going to pick one. There are some good ones here, but I'd rather do them as like one whole episode. Like as an example, why do you like aviation? I think that's a great whole episode one. Uh, let me just go through, see if there's one more ever. Will you ever do trip reports? That is from Eastside HD videos. I have trip reports on the channel. A lot of people ask me, do I have trip reports or have I flown on the A380? If you have a look at my channel, there is a playlist that says trip reports and there's like seven in there on the 787 um, and other aircraft. The problem is, is that everyone that asks me why am I doing trip reports, I don't know how it's possible. I don't know how these channels are doing it. I don't know how aviation channels uh, like Sam are doing this. I don't know. But, you know, we're living in a global pandemic. I have been out of the last year, not been allowed to leave my flat other than for emergency reasons for 10 months. Uh, for how long? It's been, what, 10 months, 11 months in lockdown? So... I don't really know how I'm meant to go and fly and do trip reports. Um, also, I'm not going to lie, I'm not the kind of person to want to spend a thousand pounds just to make a trip report. To me, as someone who cares about their money, I just think that's pointless. Not, and that's, that might come across selfish, but you have to put my, if you're in my shoes, would you want to spend $5,000 to make a trip report? And if we're talking from a business standpoint, I'm making a loss, a huge loss. So I, would, I really only would create a trip report if I'm traveling somewhere. And because of the coronavirus, and following restrictions, I've not been traveling. Like I said, I don't know how other people are on planes, but look, for me, in my case, I'm not. I am flying next month, but that is going home on a basically special government flight. Well, not a government flight, but you know, I'm only allowed to go back because I'm a citizen. I will be documenting that experience on board Qatar Airways, so do expect to see a trip report. But other than that, the reason why there hasn't been any is because of coronavirus. And I should mention that that was not my intent. In fact, I bought a Canon G7X, which has now been my go-to photography camera. I bought a Canon G7X before I moved to London to do trip reports. So um, my intent was there to make trip reports and go flying. But like everyone else, coronavirus has shot us in the foot there. So I haven't been able to do anything I really wanted to do and travel to the countries I wanted to do. So that's, that's why... There's been no recent trip reports on the channel, but that does not mean that I don't have them already there. Like I mentioned, there's there's a bunch of them on the channel that you're more than welcome to go and watch. Because like I said, a lot of people will have found my channel and never seen me do one, but that doesn't mean that there are not some already there. Just like plane spotting clips and other sort of content, like model airport videos. Um I appreciate everyone listening. We just clicked over 50 listeners, which is, I don't, I don't understand how 50 people are listening to this Q&A when I'm sure there's people that are joining that literally and probably listening that have no idea what this is even about and may have just clicked on the discovery on Discord and are like, what on earth is this? And click join. So I appreciate everyone that's come into the, uh, this particular server. Um, I hope you'll enjoy your stay. If not, and you choose to leave, that's totally up to you. Um, but I guess thank you for listening while you were here. And if you choose to stay, welcome, and hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, pretty distraught that the podcast I just recorded has actually been deleted. So when my voice recovers, I will have to go back and re-record all of that, and I'm sure it will not be as good. I'll record that in private time so you don't have to listen to me blabble for a ridiculously long period of time, but I'll have to re-record that. I'm not looking forward to re-recording another 35-minute episode, um, but it is what it is. You've got to do what you got to do. 
Um, I may just put this podcast up right now, this Q&A, like straight up, which means it's being currently recorded on the 8th of June at 6.30pm BST, British Standard Time, or British Summertime, pardon me, which means it should be out. You may be listening as this just appeared in your feed at like 7.30pm, or you may be listening to this in 2024. If so, I hope the world is going good, and I hope you are going good as well. Thank you very much for listening to this Q&A. Thank you very much to the 50 people that have decided to join this stage channel and have decided to spend the past hour and a half with me. I don't understand how they've decided to do this, but if you'd like to do so, you can join the Discord server with the vanity link, discord.gg forward slash aviation. Um, there'll be probably be two podcasts this week. The second podcast will come out this coming weekend and it will be on um, Scotland quarantine and the united supersonic jet i'm gonna to have to re-record that so please just stay tuned for that um and i shall see you on the weekend if you watch my videos or elsewhere i will speak to you at some point tomorrow take care please be safe and yeah thank you for tuning into another episode of the dj's aviation podcast if you haven't already feel free to follow my socials being that of youtube twitter and instagram all under the dj's aviation branding if you're interested in seeing my large collection of car, transport, aviation, and natural landscape photography, you can check me out on Flickr. Interested maybe in also joining a Discord community with thousands of members, you can do so with the vanity URL of discord.gg forward slash aviation. Would certainly love to see you there. Until the next podcast, be safe and take care.